This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. It's Friday again, gentlemen. It's the day of the week where we all pretend to work, but we're really just clock watching. (laughs) Mm. This coffee tastes good, guys. Tastes good in this mug. It's the mug, guys. I'm telling you, it's the mug. Get yours. Get your mug. Get your mug. At merch.comeonmanpod.com. Guys, <clears throat> these 304s, these 304s, they need saving. They need it. Okay. They need to be saved. They need to be saved. These 304s, they won't save themselves. Okay. All right. Which one of you is going to step up and save them? Which one? Do I have a volunteer? Does anybody want to volunteer to save these hoes? Who's going to be the white knight? Save all these 304s. <laughs> have you guys, have any of you guys seen uh, Kevin Savo series? Uh, Captain Savo, let me play a clip from, from the, uh, the episode one. Now, what are you doing beating pimps for their money? Hey, man, that's my money. I earned it. Yeah, well, if you still got your hands on it, take it and skip town soon, or you still can. Come on, let's get your seat. Just save the hoe, guys. <laughs> Detective Marks. Looks like we beat you to the punch. But lucky for you in the department, Miles and I handled this situation without assistance. I don't think you know what you're getting yourself into, save a hoe. Chocolate Daddy's ran a terror on these hoes. Chocolate Daddy, I love it. I'm gonna do some digging around and find out everything I can about this Chocolate Daddy. If his plans involve putting more hoes in harm's way, this won't be the last he's hearing from me. Why don't you let the police handle this? <laughs> Taking the law into your own hands is a great way to get yourself killed. I appreciate the advice, Detective, but I think I'll take my chances. You're in over your head, and you know as well as I do, a lot of these hoes, they don't want to be saved. They don't want to be saved, guys. There's always a chance. Always a chance. <laughs> Man, I love that. <clears throat> I love that. His series is, is hilarious. Let me let me post a link to that so that uh, you know give c- credit where credit's due. If you guys haven't <clears throat> seen it, I think there's like four episodes of it. Uh, some of the biggest names in the in the in the space have been in that. Um, Rolo's been in it. You know, it, it's it's a funny series. It's a funny series. It, it pokes fun at the fact that a lot of guys are out there trying to save those three hundred fours. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I wanted to share this other clip here too. Oh, hey, look. <clears throat> hey, look. Hey, hey, Ben. Uh, let's see here. We got other people in the chat. Good morning, Nuke. What's up, man? Brother Nathan. He says, uh, if she's for the streets, leave her there. Yes. Brother Nathan and I just, uh, we just recorded a podcast episode last night. It was actually really good. It went like an hour and a half. So 
you know it's good when we like we we can't stop talking so hey lee good morning what's up man speaking of so lee here lee's a stand-up comic lee's a stand-up comic so there's this uh, other comic that I, I i read about so i'm listening to uh the book uh the was it the tactical guide to women right by by sean t smith and he he talks about this uh, stand-up comic named Jim Florentine, and he has a whole bit on how he's women's savior, right? And so I want to share that with you guys real quick too. Let's see, no, I'm addicted to saving troubled women. Every girl I've ever dated in my life is really hot, like super hot, almost like a mansion on the outside, right? You walk by, like, oh damn, I wish I had that, right? But then on the inside, a complete mess. <laughs> a disaster. Really? You want a piece of that? Really? That's what you want? I didn't think so. I mean, I've dated so many troubled women in my life, I actually get a heart on when a girl cries. <laughs> but why? Like, I'm a laid-back, chill guy. I don't want to deal with any problems. Why would I want all this drama in my life? Now I'm, uh, what, 17? I graduate from high school. Here's my parents' graduation. Dork. Whatever, right? Still haven't got laid, nothing. Still haven't masturbated. But I find this girl that works in the local Burger King and I fall in love with her. And everyone tells me to stay away from her. Look, she's a virgin, she's a disaster, a complete mess. I'm like, I'll take your virginity and your problems. I was a desperate man <laughs> and I was the good guy. And every guy in this room has been there before and it hurt. We've but all you know, been there, haven't back, we guys? All right, these girls are really hot. On a scale of one to 10, they were like eight and nines. And I really thought I had a shot with them. Okay. And this is what I look like. <laughs> if I went to prison to do a conjugal visit with that wrestling pitcher guy, he would go, I'm out of magic tricks. <laughs> I'm out of tricks. Get out of here. I <laughs> anyway, you guys get the idea. We've all been there, right? We've all been there, or we at least know someone who's been there. We know someone that's been there. Uh, all joking aside, this is a lot of you guys, right? This is a lot of you guys. Some of, some of these women may not necessarily be 304s, right? Like the, it, the, their problem might not be promiscuity or whatever, right? Uh, they may be the opposite, right? They may have other mental issues that cause them to have intimacy, intimacy issues, but you try to justify the situation because I can save her. Things will change, right? Things will change. You guys think you're going to fix them or, 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 or whatever, right? You're going to, I, I can fix her. I can fix this. I can fix this. That's what guys do. We fix things. It's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. It just won't happen. You cannot save these women. You cannot fix these women. And most don't want to be saved or fixed, right? You're wasting your time and you're wasting their time. All right. That being said, let's do our usual housekeeping. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Sound off in the live today. I, I'd like to hear some of your guys' input on some of this stuff. So sound off in the live today. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below. Your favorite emoji doesn't matter. If you guys are listening to the replay on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Helps more than you know, and uh, I'll share that on a future episode. I don't say that enough, but I will. So if you want to shout out, give me a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Uh, 
send a super chat, guys. Super chats actually support the show probably more than anything else. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. I'm the one mailing them out. I'm hand mailing them out. Also, when you sign up for this now, you get my list of uh, 20, 20 openers, 20 uh, uh, dating app openers now. So you can get that. DP says, DP, where are you at? DP says, received your stickers. Thanks. Uh, take a picture. If you put them on something like uh, back of your laptop or on your car or something like that, take a picture. Tag me on Instagram, man. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? We got to go back here. Check out my course, Practical Law of Attraction, uh, loa.comeonmanpod.com for the entire month of July. And we're almost halfway through here. Uh, you can get it for 25% off if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10. You can actually, there's actually a uh, a trial, so a free trial. You can sign up uh, for that as well. And then if you join uh, tier one, you get access to our monthly happy hour hangouts. The next one's next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So if you want to hang out with a bunch of dudes, you know, it's like, you know, we'll sit around, all right, like on this, but it's not recorded. And we just talk about guy stuff, right? Girls aren't invited, so you don't have to worry about offending anybody. Just speak your mind. You know, a lot of guys don't have a place where they could go and talk to other like-minded dudes about, about whatever's going on. And so they dump all that stuff on their women. And then their women lose attraction for them over time because women don't care about our problems. And, uh, you know, and women say they do. And I think they actually think they do. And they they may even want to. But just biology just won't let them, right? It, it just... If you keep doing that sort of thing, it, women perceive it in their monkey brain as weakness, and women cannot be with a guy who's weak, right? So women tend to lose traction, uh, lose attraction over time. And one of the things that they'll say is uh, they they will never admit that, right? They'll never admit that. But what they will admit is not uh, being with a guy that can't handle his own stuff, right? And uh, being with a guy that that you know doesn't uh, solve his own problems. You know, so, so, uh, but guys, a lot of guys don't have friends. They don't have male friends, right? So they just dump all their stuff on their woman, but she's my best friend, dude. No, she's not that like your, your girlfriend and your wife is not your best friend. All right. If you treat her like that, that's how you're going to end up in the dead bedroom. You're going to be friend zoned by your own girlfriend, or your own wife. You know what I mean? So don't do that. Bring it to the boys. This is a good outlet for that, and it's only 10 bucks a month. Think of it like a cover charge. And if you pay for the whole year, uh, you know, Nathan brought it up. It's like there's a discount with it, so it ends up being like eight bucks a month, right? So check that out, patreon.com slash come on man pod. I'll play a commercial for that, and then we'll, we'll talk about how, how we're all going to save all these, these 304s today. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash come on man pod. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today 
and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Glenn says Paul's going down. Glenn thinks he's going to take this title from me. All right. But guess what, guys? I am the world Manosphere champion. Okay. I have this title. This is mine. Possession is nine tenths of the law. All right. I'm the world Manosphere champion. Nobody's taking this from me, especially that jabroni, Glenn Lawrence. All right. Summer Smash, September, Las Vegas. I'm going to put his ass through a table and end this once and for all. All right. All right, let's get to uh, talk about saving hose, guys. Saving hose. Let's see, what do we got here? We got a bunch of people in the chat today. We got uh, Keith says, uh, White Knights are platoon, the leader of simps, and Captain Savaho is the leader of White Knights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach says, she's not your therapist. Should be a standard father-son lesson. Yeah, yeah, you know. My, you know, my, my dad was, uh, I talk about my parents all the time and I, and I love them, but you know, my dad's one of those guys who has no friends. He has no male friends. I think there was one time <clears throat> I clearly remember growing up where he did have a friend. He did have a good friend and, uh, it was a guy that he worked with and, and like, he would actually, you know, uh, he would mainly hang out with the guy at work, you know, and that's what most of us do. Right. We have our like, you know, forced friends at work. Uh, but we don't have like real friends outside of work. Well, my dad would actually hang out with this guy outside of work, right? Like we'd go on, uh, he would go with us on camping trips and stuff like that. He was a good dude. And like, we'd go shoot guns and stuff like that. He used to be, he was a former gunsmith and stuff like that, but that was it. That was it. Otherwise, you know, my dad either bottled his shit up or he talked about it to my mom and like, you know, just, that just doesn't work, you know? All right. What we got here? Ah, Nathan says Glenn fake weights Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could bench press styrofoam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn's actually uh, you know, all joking aside, Glenn's actually uh like a former uh bodybuilding like competitor. So like I, I know he actually lifts. He actually lifts. Do you even lift, bro? Yeah, he actually does. All right, let's talk about wanting to save hoes, guys. Do nice things for women, right? Be a shoulder for them to cry on. Be the guy who will get her past her daddy issues. Be the guy who submits resumes for her on Indeed to help her find work. All right? Any other thing you could think of that really boils down to covert contracts? Covert. Co oh, is that you? Is that you, Duke? <laughs> if you guys are in the chat right now, share some examples you've either foolishly done in your past or know a guy who has done something like this because the girl you or he liked just needed a hand up. She just, she just needed a hand up. And what you or, or he really wanted was a hand job, right? She needed a hand up and you needed a hand job. So <laughs> I'll share it on the screen as an example. We could talk about it. We could talk about it. I'm, I'm guilty of some of this stuff too. So, and we'll, and I think I have a, an example later on here. We could talk about this stuff. 
So Rolo wrote an essay about this back in 2012 called the, the Savior Schema, right? So according to Rolo, the fundamental flaw of the Savior Schema, also Captain Savaho, is that it is essentially negotiated intimacy. And negotiated intimacy is never genuine. You could fix a woman's flat tire or help her out of a financial jam, fix her a nice lasagna, give her the perfect shoulder to cry on, take care of her kids and listen to her drone on for hours on the phone, and she'll still go fuck her outlaw biker boyfriend because her intimacy with him is genuine, unnegotiated, unobligated desire. She wants to have sex with him. She doesn't owe him sex, right? What AFCs or average frustrated chumps fail to understand is that all the financial, emotional, dependable support you could possibly offer a woman is no substitute for raw, unmitigated chemical desire. Some of the most irres uh, some of the most irresponsible, unreliable, poverty level washouts often get more sex than any dutiful AFC suffering from a savior schema because there is no obligation. Right? That's why the, the, these these chicks. Uh, you know, they, they get with these these rich guys who are buying them, you know, buying them new cars. And then they go and fuck the pool boy who has like, he's a brokey, but he's hot, right? She's actually attracted to the, the pool boy. <laughs> She's happy to use the rich guy to get her, get her, uh, you know, bills paid and her rent paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Helping a sister move. I got that example in here. Oh, God paid off my ex's credit card bills before we got married. Wow. Wow. I hear you, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Wait, you mean the movie Pretty Woman isn't what happens when you save a lady? No, no. <laughs> that's like a, yeah, that's the women's fantasy, right? A, 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 a rich guy that shows up and just fixes all your problems with, with his money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that works. Basically, this is a covert contract. As, as I said before, the concept, uh, concept of a covert contract comes from Dr. Robert Glover's book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, right? Essentially, <clears throat> covert contract is an unconscious or implicit agreement that an individual makes with someone, uh, with someone else without clearly communicating their expectations, all right? It's like when you take a girl out to dinner and then uh, you're expecting sex right? You're expecting sex. And then when she doesn't put out, you're pissed off that you spent $400 on like a lobster dinner for this chick. And chicks are happy to use guys for that stuff. They're like, oh, he's just being nice. Like ladies, no guy's buying you a lobster dinner just because he's being uh, gracious, right? Because he's being uh, generous. There was a, a chick on, on Instagram yesterday saying, no, some guys with a lot of money, they're just very generous. Like they want, they want sex lady. Like are you, you're, you're not fooling anybody and you know it too. Women know, women know that guys want the cookie and they know if they just dangle it, right. That guys will blow money on them because they're retarded, right. Guys think with their dicks <laughs> most of the time. And, uh, and women are happy to use those guys. They're happy to do it. Right. I just posted a video, a stitch yesterday of a chick who, uh, she went to, she went to Paris and she uh, she put out on Tinder that she wanted a, a guy to show her around Paris, right? She was in town, wanted a guy to show her around Paris. So some guy jumped on it, basically took her all around Paris, took her out to like nice dinners, 
you know, took her all around town. And uh, she even like some other guy hit on her in front of this guy. And she actually like gave that guy her number and stuff. Right. And uh, that guy took her back to his place and like let her crash there. She didn't sleep with him. She he just let her crash there. And then the next morning she wakes up and he's, he's he left her a note, a sweet little note in orange juice and, and his debit card. So then she took the debit card and like went and did a bunch of stuff all day with on his on his dime. And then uh, the guy that, that uh, you know, she gave the number to called her. So she went and hung out with that guy. And then, like, she's like, oh, I got to bring this debit card back to this other guy. And so she brings it back. And the guy who gave her the debit card saw her with the guy that 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 hit on her the night before and was pissed. How dare you use my money? It's like, it's like dude, you did it to yourself. <laughs> you know, what do you expect these 304s to do, right? Yeah. Anyway. That's covert contract stuff, right? I'm leaving her my debit card. I'm making her orange juice, leaving her sweet notes because I'm hoping that she'll put out, right? And then she's happy to use it. She's not going to put out, right? That's covert contract. Another good example is when a girl asks you to help her sister move, right? Right, right, Nathan? This is uh, Dr. Glover's stuff too, right? As she, uh, she asks you to help her sister move because you have a pickup truck. So you help her sister move, hoping to get brownie points so you can slide into her pants, right? <clears throat> women are happy to take advantage of guys like that all the time. But Paul, helping a, a woman's sister move isn't saving her. Semantics, guys. Semantics. Semantics. <laughs> You're going to take her on a tour of Paris, Texas, Lee? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Nathan's right. Don't be her sugar daddy, man. Don't be her sugar daddy. <clears throat> yeah. So what we're talking about is essentially riding in on your shiny white horse to fix any problem she might have, right? Or save her in some way. So Rolo's example of fixing her, her flat tire, for instance, right? Now, there isn't anything inherently wrong with helping your girl out, right? But like, for instance, yesterday, I had to get up early to go meet Nurse Chick at the, the car shop to pick her up because she was dropping her car off, okay? The difference there is that I'm not doing that in hopes that she'll sleep with me, okay? I know she will. I know she will, right? She's She enthusiastically does it all the time, right? She's put investment into our relationship. So I do the occasional nice thing like that because I want to, not because I'm trying to get something out of her, all right? You understand the difference? It's not negotiated intimacy, right? We're We're, we're in an exclusive relationship. So we you know, like leading up to that <clears throat> exclusivity when, when she and I just first met and we were just, you know, dating, like I, I wouldn't go in, out of my way to go help her with that kind of stuff. Right. She wasn't, she wasn't my girlfriend. <laughs> she never asked me to either though. You know, like nurse doesn't ex ex expect stuff like that, or at least she didn't for me. You know what I mean? So that's the difference there. Um, but yeah, if you're like, if you're in a, a committed relationship with like um, a solid chick, right? A good chick that puts investment into your relationship. There's nothing wrong with doing the occasional like thing for her, right? Or, you know, fixing a flat tire. Like that's sort of the man's job anyway. You know what I mean? But, uh, but doing it for some chick that you just met in the hopes that you're going to get brownie points. That ain't it, King. That ain't it. <laughs> Another thing guys do, <clears throat> and if you tuned in uh, to Wednesday's episode, 
you'll know that this episode, Wednesday's episode, and then last week's episode on Wednesday are all based on my uh, one of my 3% brothers' recent breakups, right? So he's not necessarily guilty of the things I mentioned, right? Like fixing flat tires for no reason, stuff like that. He's guilty of something else. Double guilty, if I'm going to be honest here, okay? And I say double guilty because like I mentioned Wednesday, he broke up with a gal he was with for about three years sometime near the end of last year. Then he immediately jumped into a relationship with a chick who he just broke up with. And both of these women had underlying issues that he thought he could fix or he thought would just get better over time. Right. <clears throat> so the so the first chick and I'm pretty sure she I'm pretty sure she had BPD. Pretty sure. Right. But she fucks so good. I heard about it all the time, man. This chick, she, she, she's fucking wild, you know, <laughs> she likes that crazy shit, you know? So he overlooked all of her craziness for, for three years and tried to fit her into his boxes. Right. I talked about last week on Wednesday, I talked about the importance of, of having your list of wants and don't wants. I I'm 99% sure that he was trying to fit her into his wants list. You know what I mean? Because she fucks so good. <laughs> she fuck that crazy pussy, man. We will it's like uh if you read um Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers, right, by by Eric Everhart. And Eric was on the on the the live uh was it last week? Was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. Uh but Eric was just recently on, and Eric's a good dude. And one of the things that he talks about is that if you if you dick a girl down good, right? If you know how to eat pussy good, like women will overlook <clears throat> all of your bullshit too right? Women will overlook all your bullshit if you're dicking them down right. And um, women will do the same, like guys tend to do the same thing, right? If that pussy's good, like we we don't care. <laughs> we'll save her. We don't care. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. But uh, but yeah, so, so both these women had underlying issues. This chick fucked so good. So he overlooked all of her craziness for three years, trying to fit her into his boxes. A lot of guys do this sort of thing, right? So they overlook major red flags. They overlook major red flags thinking things will magically get better, right? And here's a hint, guys. Here's a hint. It won't get better. It won't. You can't fix her, okay? <clears throat> Lee says, uh, fixing girls' problems is like breaking a horse. Leave it to a professional or you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No More Mr. Nice Guy is a great book for a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, so yeah, the first chick, I'm pretty sure she had, had BPD. Here are nine signs, <clears throat> nine signs that a woman might have BPD according to helpguide.org. Okay. Fear of abandonment. People with BPD are often terrified of being abandoned or left, left alone. This is what ended him up in jail last year, right? Because things finally got bad enough. Uh, so things were already bad right? Things were already bad. <clears throat> and then he moved her in. <clears throat> I remember when he, he, uh, he posted on, on Facebook that, that he was moving her in. I was just like, wow. Like, <laughs> like he was, cause he was periodically over the three years complain about her craziness. Right. And then, uh, and talk about it, like, oh, I, I don't know how much longer I can deal with this. And, and then he moved her in. I was like, what is going on here? And, um, and when she started getting crazy again, like he was like, this isn't working. Like you need to, you need to leave. So she called the police and, and said, he hit me. Right. That like, she was afraid that he was going to basically, you know, make her homeless. 
<laughs> so she she decided that was the move, right? Get get him locked up in jail. Crazy. Um, let's see. Another sign is unstable relationships. Duh. Unclear or shifting self-image, right? So sometimes they like themselves. Other times they hate themselves and even think that they're evil, right? Uh, impulsive self-destructive behaviors is one. Self-harm. If you got a girl that's like a, a, a cutter, run, run. Okay. I had, uh, so, uh, when I was with, uh, when I was with red pill chick, I've told this story before. Well, not this particular story, but I told the story about how red pill chicks, uh, middle son, he, he ended up dating a transgender, right? So it was a chick that, that identified as a dude. So he started dating this dude. And, uh, and when he first like, you know, came to his mom about it and he, he's like, I'm gay. And she told me about it. And I go, well, if he's going to be gay, it's probably best that he's gay with a girl. Right. <laughs> so anyway, he ends up knocking this, this, this chick up. Well, this, this chick who thought she was a dude was a cutter. She was, uh, she was uh, always threatening to commit suicide. She had total mental issues and he was all about trying to save her all about trying to save her. It was nuts to watch. It was nuts to watch. But I, I hadn't studied all this stuff yet. And so like, I sort of understood like, oh yeah, yeah, you got to save these hoes, right? <laughs> Can't save them, right? So anyway, if a chick's like always threatening to uh, self-delete or they're always cutting themselves and all that kind of stuff, you, you cannot, you cannot stay. You cannot stay in that. That is toxic AF, man. Um, extreme emotional swings, right? Chronic feelings of emptiness, explosive anger, right? Uh, feeling suspicious or out of touch with re reality, right? Like uh, they're paranoid a lot of times. They get paranoid. That's a problem. That's a problem, okay? So if you're dating a chick like this, you dump her right now. Dump her right now. I am telling you, okay? Dump her right now. These are the kind of chicks that will slash your tires and poison your dog, okay? Or like my friend called the cops because he asked her to move out and told them that he hit her. So, you know, they threw him in jail, right? You, do, you, do you smell what I'm cooking? You hear what I'm saying? The chick he just broke up with, now she wasn't crazy like this, right? So by comparison, she was boring, right? She was nice enough, even, you know, brought him to meet her family for Christmas two weeks after they started dating right? Which 3% man rule was broken with that? Do, do, does anybody know? He, so he, he just started dating her. Two weeks later, he's having Christmas dinner with her family. Which 3% man rule was broken with that, guys? Anybody know? That's a side topic, but it would be interesting to know if you guys, if you guys know, if you guys have read how to be a 3% man, right? Which, which someone sound off. What's the, what's the rule that was broken here? <laughs> anyway, she did all sorts of nice things and was genuinely pleasant to be around, but she had physical intimacy issues. All right. So she would put out, but not enthusiastically. My man and BPD chick, they would fuck like four times a day. But the last chick was, was happy only banging like once or twice a month. She even told him that, right? Because he was like trying to bang her like every day and she would put out, but like reluctantly. You know, and she even told told him like, man, you know, you just have, you just have a, you know, big sexual appetite. And I don't know if I can keep up, you know, and I, I'd be happy just, you know, like she just wanted, she just wanted a, 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 a you know, a, a girlfriend with a penis. That's all she wanted. Right. 
Uh, so yeah. So by, by comparison, you know, she wouldn't put out like BPD chick. And so he was like really bored with her. You know what I mean? Like he, he was like, he would talk to me about it and, uh, he would be like, yeah, she just, you know, she just doesn't, she doesn't fuck like, like this other chick, you know? And uh, like, she checks so many of my other boxes, right? It's like, that should tell you everything you need to know right there. Like if you're complaining about something that's super important to you and for this guy, like, Sex, most guys, right? Let's be honest with ourselves. Se like men need men need several things, right? We need food, we need water, we need air, and we need sex. Not necessarily in that order, all right? Like, but we need that stuff. We need it. And if you if you act like, oh, I don't need sex, you're you're lying to yourself. Okay, men need that. And so, uh, so anyway, like that's super important to him, right? So I was like I said last week on, on Wednesday, that needs to be in your must have section. And if she's not providing that for you, she can't be a contender for an LTR. She could be a plate, you know, she might be a cool enough chick to plate, but you can't be exclusive with a chick like that because she's not going to meet your needs. And then you're going to do this covert contract stuff and they'd be, and they'd be resentful because she's not meeting your needs. You, you hear what I'm saying? So, a lot of uh, a lot of women who really aren't into sex with you have one of two issues typically, and I say typically because there might be other things too. But this is typically what you'll find: she's not that into you, right? For whatever reason, you can't negotiate genuine desire. She, you know, she she might not find you physically attractive, right? You're nice enough, but she's just not sexually turned on by you, so she doesn't want to put out, right? She reluctantly does it because she thinks she's obligated to do it, right? There's a there's a book on like why women have sex, and there's like 200 and some odd reasons why they do it, right? And some of it's just because they want to keep that relationship going. It's not because they have genuine genuine like burning desire, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, but still, like if she's not even at that point, it's, a lot of it's just because she's just not she's just not into you. She's just not physically attracted to you, right? She's justifying to herself why she's staying with you, but she wants to, she wants to fuck the biker. You know what I mean? She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to fuck you, <laughs> right? That's not necessarily your problem. There's some things you can do about that, but not, not always, right? Sometimes chicks just aren't, you're just not their cup of tea. Okay. Another thing is she has some kind of past trauma. Okay. That's another reason. That's another big reason why a lot of chicks have physical intimacy issues. All right. So I looked up some common causes of physical intimacy issues and um, Willow House for Women says there are many root causes of intimacy disorder, but can be attributed to traumatic childhood experiences such as verbal, physical or sexual abuse, emotional neglect, substance abuse in the home, the death of a parent or exposure to or experience of rejection. All right. Now, some women often experience uh, sexual shame, too. <clears throat> Some of those causes, according to choosingtherapy.com, are traumatic sexual experiences, physical or emotional abuse, messages received during childhood, feeling alone in identity, religious affiliation, or being openly judged, right? A lot, you know, we talk about a lot of guys obsess over body count and stuff, right? In the men's space. And a lot of women are like, guys shouldn't care about that. Guys shouldn't care about that. But you know who worries about it? women women worry about that stuff that's why uh when you first meet a chick you know they uh, on tinder they'll put like i'm not here for hookups but they're totally there for hookups right <clears throat> and then um 
they have like three date rules because they don't want they don't want you to think that that there are there there are three o four. So they'll 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 try to make rules for you and stuff like that. But <clears throat> you'll find that uh, they're only doing that because they're they, they're they're trying to. They don't want other people to think bad of them. They don't want other people to think that they're three o fours. Especially the guy that they're seeing and that that they like, right? But a chick who's really into you, she's not going to make you wait three days, right? She's not going to make you wait three dates. She's going to justify it to herself and her God why it's okay to 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 make an exception for you. You know what I mean? Like a lot of you guys in the chat know exactly what I'm talking about, right? A lot of you guys, Caudillo, Caudillo's in the chat. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Nathan's in the chat knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm sure Lee knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like they'll make rules for you if they're like really into or they'll make rules for betas and then they'll break them for you, right? <clears throat> so anyway, you get the idea. So whatever reason for a lack of intimacy though, right? Especially early on in a relationship like this, this is not your problem, okay? This is not your problem to fix. Some of this stuff can be fixed, but it won't be fixed by the nice guy. Okay. It won't be fixed by a nice guy. She needs to get some kind of professional help and you will waste your precious days waiting around for her to do it. Especially if she doesn't want to be fixed or she doesn't think anything is wrong with her. Right. There's some of these chicks out here that are just, they have intimacy issues and they don't think anything's wrong. They think that's perfectly normal because a lot of chicks have intimacy issues, you know? Yeah. Nathan says, hang out, have fun, hook up till she brings up being exclusive. Don't meet her family till then. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, babe, you're close. So it's not no double dates, but, but group dates in general. Yeah. And that includes meeting family. You're right about that. Yeah. Nurse chicks only read the book once guys you're supposed to read it 10 to 15 times. Actually, uh, nurse chick, I gave her a book assignment. Uh, right. So I, I just interviewed, uh, 3% brother, uh, Ryan, Ryan Kaufman again. Uh, so that's an upcoming episode. He's been on the podcast before. He's a, he's a tattoo artist, exceptional tattoo artist, right? Like he does like hyper real realistic tattoos. He does other stuff. His, his work is phenomenal, right? If you guys are in the Maryland area and you are, you're looking for tattoo work, like he's your guy. And, uh, anyway, he, he, uh, he and I were, were chatting on Monday cause we recorded a podcast episode and he told me that his uh, his ex-wife uh, had a book that he he considered was the the women's version of Three Percent Man, right? So Three Percent Woman book, and it's called Keys to the Kingdom, Keys to the Kingdom. And so I was like, oh, let me write that down. Anytime I hear about books, book recommendations for women, I assign it to I, I assign a, a book report to a Nurse Chick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got a book assignment for you, but she likes it. She likes reading and she likes reading this stuff too. So she's, she's reading it and she's like, this is absolutely blowing my mind right now. Right. She's like, I'm learning so much. I'm, I'm understanding so much about my father right now that I had no idea. Right. It talks about, uh, phases in men's lives. Right. So, you know, like if you ever, uh, read Rollo's second book, preventive medicine, that's where you get the, the, the women's timeline, you know, uh, you know, epiphany phase and and party phase and all that kind of stuff rollo's got that laid out and it's pretty spot on accurate well this book uh for women explains men's phases men have their own sort of journeys in life right and um 
And so she's, she's a lot of women are expecting guys to be a certain way at a certain point in their life. And they're just not there yet. Right. So, uh, so once women understand that they can work with it better, right. It's much like under, you know, 3% man and preventative medicine, all that kind of stuff. Understanding women allows you to understand the, how the game's played so you can play within the rules of the game. You know what I mean? And then win. <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you if your girl's out there and she's like she likes to study this stuff too because she wants to put effort into a relationship, uh, which is a really healthy thing to look for, right? If you're going to that should be on like your your must haves list, right? I think going forward is a chick that wants to put that kind of investment in a relationship and understand you better so that she can play the game with you. You know what I mean? So uh, so anyway, that's a good book. Uh, it's called uh, Keys to the Kingdom. All right, went off on a tangent there. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, so you can't fix these chicks. They need to go get some professional help, right? You're going to waste your precious days waiting around for her to do it, especially if she doesn't want to be fixed or she doesn't think anything's wrong with her, right? A lot of these chicks, they, they don't realize anything's wrong with them, right? They think that's perfectly normal behavior. Uh, there's another thing I read about from Matthew Hussey's blog right? Called broken wind, uh, broken women's syndrome, broken women's syndrome, right? It's basically when a woman confuses being vulnerable with just plain being damaged. Here's six signs that she has broken woman syndrome, right? She talks like her best days are behind her. Have you, have you guys ever met a chick like that? Her best days are behind her now. Uh, she uses other more successful or exciting friends to validate her, right? Like she, she brags about all of her friends' success and then sort of like, you know, by association thinks that makes her cool, you know? Uh, she's lost her driven spark, right? So her emotional fire has, has burned out, right? Uh, she talks a lot about people who have hurt or damaged her. And, 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 and chicks like that, when everyone else is the drama, you got to understand who the common denominator is, right? That's a major red flag. If you're out dating, and chick just complains about like all of her ex-boyfriends and like her, her, her employer screws her over and all, all everyone in her life like is out to get her. She's the problem. She's the problem, right? Um, she looks to um, a guy to be her emotional repairman, right? Have you, uh, so promoting this, this episode, I was posting on, on Instagram and stuff like that. And there's a Kelly Clarkson song called I'm Broken and I'm Beautiful. <laughs> have you listened to the lyrics of that is it, like it's this show it's a chick who's completely broken asking for guys to just hold her and just understand her right it's like no no that's not your job that's not your job you're going to you're going to destroy yourself mentally trying to be there lifting these chicks up that are broken right they need to fix themselves they need to fix themselves. They need to go and, and, and see a therapist or, or whatever it takes to fix them. And then they should go out and looking for relationships. Okay. It's not your job. It's not, it's not, not some simp's job to, to fix her. Um, and then the last one is she instantly demands a lot of unwarranted attention, reassurance and love. Right. So they, they, they move things uh, forward way too quickly. Right. Healthy women don't typically bring up the exclusivity talk until the seventh or eighth day on average. All right. But like uh, my man, right, that these episodes are based off of, like she immediately wanted to lock him down. Right. Immediately. 
And he was happy to do it. He was happy to do it. And they were already having family dinner within the first two weeks. <laughs> okay. If a chick is trying to talk about exclusivity before the seventh or eighth date, you need to question that. You need to question that. Okay. Because healthy women don't do that. Healthy women don't start thinking about exclusivity until about the seventh or eighth date, right? That's typically when they they start falling in love, right? And that you can actually, um, if you go out in the dating circuit, like you'll see that happen in real time. You'll, you'll It's like, it's spot on accurate. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird how some of this stuff like could be predicted like that, you know? But uh, I think you guys are getting the idea. Or at least hopefully you are. There are a lot of women out there that have sketchy or troubled pasts. They have daddy issues. They have drug or alcohol addictions, mental issues, money issues, employment issues, etc. There's also lots of unwilling simps that don't know any better. that are happy to swoop in and try to fix them or bail them out somehow. You can't fix them. Okay, you can't bail them out and you absolutely can't save them, gentlemen. Okay, and it's not your job to save them. It's not your job. There are single moms out there who got themselves knocked up and are, are looking for a father for their kids or, you know, they were married, filed for divorce, and now they found themselves trying to raise kids on their own because they screwed the father out of custody. And there's also single moms where their husband filed on them for whatever reason or he cheated or, or whatever. Right. Doesn't matter. Now she's single. She's a single mom too. And uh, sometimes, you know, they don't choose the single mom life. The single mom life chose them, right? In any circumstance, it's not your problem how they ended up there, okay? Um, and I, and I, I've said on numerous occasions that I'm, I'm one of the few guys in the space that I don't necessarily have a problem with single moms, but I also know how to set boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like, for instance, my kids are my responsibility. Uh, your kids are your responsibility, right? We keep the kids out of it. Things are cool, right? Um, she, if she's down, if she's not down with that, right? If she's not down with that. Then bye, Felicia. Okay. Good luck in your future endeavors, right? Uh, if she's toxic AF with her ex-husband or whatever, she's going to be toxic with you when you break up. And if you see that right away, you need to drop her. Uh, you need to drop her for that kind of shit too. Okay. Um, Red pill chick was like this uh, with her ex-husband. So I, I said at the beginning, like, do we have any examples, right? This is, a, this is an example of one of the things that I fucked up on, okay? I'm not perfect, all right? That's how I ended up in this space. That's how a lot of us ended up in this space, right? Because we make a lot of these fucking mistakes and we, have, we don't know any better, right? We don't know any better. So red pill chick was like this with her, with her ex-husband, right? She would do some spiteful shit. She would do some spiteful shit with him. Um, and then also one of the biggest red flags that I... I, it was glaring at me and I even thought about it a lot through that, throughout that relationship, but I ignored it. Right. I ignored it was, uh, her second, her second kid, right? Was, well, first of all, her, her first kid, she got knocked up when she was in high school. Right. And then went into a huge custody battle with, with, with him and, and, and his family because, uh, he didn't really want anything to do with the kid in, in high school. And so the family was like, yeah, but we do, we want visitation rights and stuff like that. So his family took her to court and like out of spite, she was trying to fight him on, on that. Right. Trying to fight them on that. And, uh, and then she moved out on her own and, uh, got knocked up, 
you know, with, with her second kid. Now with her second kid, she was like, I, I can't, I can't deal with two kids, right. As a single mom, I can't deal with two kids. I'm young. I'm going to give them up for adoption. Okay. She was going to give her second kid up for adoption. Well, the, the, the father of the, uh, of the second kid, uh, didn't want anything to do with the second kid either, really, but his family basically did the same thing. They're like, no, we're going to, you're going to fight for custody. You're going to fight for custody. And so once she found out that, uh, the father was going to fight for custody, she immediately decided, no, I'm going to keep the kid out of spite and then fought him to keep, to keep the kid away from him. Like you were going to give him away to strangers. You can't give him away to his own father. That is a major red flag that I totally overlooked because I was fucking stupid, right? Learn my lesson from that. You can't overlook shit like that, okay? So if a, a chick's doing that kind of stuff, being spiteful with her exes for no good reason, you're next in line. <laughs> you're next in line for that kind of stuff, right? Um, luckily, you know, I don't have any, I didn't, when I broke things off with red pill chick, like we don't have anything like connected like that. We don't, we don't have any kids together. We don't have any shared possessions. So I don't have to worry about like her trying to screw me out of stuff, but I know she would have, right? Like if, if, if we had like, if we went in on a house together or something like that, she would have tried to screw me out of that. So, cause she did it with all, all of her, all of her exes. So that kind of stuff you need to look out for when you're dating. Right. So bottom line guys. Whatever they're going through, right? Whatever they're going through, it's unfortunate, but it's not your problem, all right? It's not your problem. Whatever they're going through, it's not your problem. Just as there's uh, there's lots of broken, messed up women out there uh, or women happy to use you as a workhorse or give nothing in return, there are lots of women. Now, this is where like the, the focus on, on on red pill, like a lot of people hate it, right? Because it seems like we're just bagging on women, right? Seems like we're just bagging on women. Oh, all women are broken. That's not true. Not all women are broken. Okay. There are lots of good women out there. Okay. There's lots of good women out there uh, who have fixed their broken shit if they were broken to begin with, or they were never broken right? There's lots of good women out there, but you, you can't find them if you're focused on saving all this, all these trash women, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And a lot of guys, they end up attracting, they end up attracting these trash women because that's all they know. That's all they see, right? It's like, uh, it's like that, that the stand-up comic I played at the beginning, right? Like there was these, these hot chicks he was just super focused on, on these chicks with problems and he thought he was going to save them all. And so that's all he ever saw. Okay. It's law of attraction. It's law of attraction guys. All right. Check out the course. <laughs> so the key to all of this, okay. The key to all of this is your list, your list from last Wednesday's stream. Okay. Your will not tolerate in your do not want list will give you red flags to look out for. It will tell you what your boundaries are, all right? It'll tell you what you won't tolerate. It'll, it'll tell you when to move on, okay? The rest is all about you testing for a, for a, a woman's general... Gen ah. The rest is all about you testing for a woman's genuine interest in you, okay? Pay attention to the red flags, which you get from your list, not ignoring red flags, and moving on quickly when you see them, and testing a woman's ability to follow your lead. Okay. If you do these things, you can avoid a lot of heartache, 
uh, you'll feel when you try to fix these broken women or, or do some kind of covert contract for a woman without reciprocation. All right. You'll, you'll find these women that, uh, that are healthy. They're mentally healthy. All right. You'll find women that have good communication styles, right? They'll, 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 they'll talk to you assertively and not passive aggressively. Right. You'll, that's, that's how you find these women. Okay. Is you, is you, uh, you test for this stuff in the beginning and you don't rush into relationships because you know, you got your dick wet once or twice. Right. All these chicks that are like broken like this are great plates. <laughs> they're great plates. Right. But they're, they cannot be, they're not contenders. They're not contenders for, for an LTR of any sort. Right. All right. That's pretty much all I have for this episode, guys. I really appreciate you guys sounding off in the chat today. It was pretty, pretty lively there for a while. And then it got dark. It got really dark. Um, tune in for rule zero tomorrow. Uh, John Fitch is hosting. John Fitch is hosting. We're going to be talking about the Jonah Hill situation. Apparently. Uh, I don't think he's posted it yet, but, but stay tuned to social media for that. Um, and, uh, you know, follow any of any one of us. We'll, we'll, we'll retweet it or, you know, share it on Facebook or where you can find it, but you can just go to John's YouTube channel. Uh, Monday, my 3% brother Myers is joining me to tell about his story. So he was going down the road of black pill, right? He's married. He's married, but in his marriage, he was, starting to go down the black pill path, right? Um, and then he found my videos. He started watching my videos on TikTok. And then um, I don't know what what really sort of resonated with him, but but he started reading the books that I start, I recommend a lot, right? Started reading those books. Uh, and then he changed not only his, his own life, but he changed his marriage. He turned it all around, right? He's got his marriage is, is as healthy as it's ever been now. Right. So it's a pretty inspiring story. Uh, definitely check that out. If you guys are like, you know, MGTOW, Black Pill, you guys are resentful to women because of all these broken women out here. Like there's good women out there. Right. And there, a lot of the stuff, too, uh, if you're already in an LTR, could, a lot of the stuff could be turned around if you just fix your shit. You know what I mean? A lot of it can. Not all of it can. OK, sometimes uh, sometimes you fix your shit and she's just not going to follow your lead. And, and at that point, you just sort of need to know when to move on and, and do better for the next one. You know what I mean? All right. That's pretty much all I got. Let me, uh, let me do the standard housekeeping stuff. If you guys haven't done so already, please uh, like subscribe, hit those notifications. All right. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below your favorite emoji. doesn't really matter. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Oh, brother Nathan has a super chat. Let me let me just bring that up here. Let's see. Yeah, I almost forgot about that today. It went off on a tangent, but I'm just gonna say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah. Happy Friday to you too, Nathan. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Go back. Yeah. All this stuff are in different tabs here in this this platform. Get on the email list. List.comeonmanpod.com. You can download my uh, twenty. Uh, 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 dating app openers, right? So if you get on the list, you immediately get to download a PDF. I put together 20 openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven characters, right? Because a lot of women, and I explain it in that PDF, a lot of women are looking at messages uh, in preview mode, right? They get so many matches 
right? That women aren't necessarily trying to find matches on dating apps. They're trying to find ways to uh, filter out all the matches that they have. And one of the ways they do it is they just go through the preview play pane in their messages and uh, they, they look for ones that capture their attention. Okay. And so when you go down through, if, if you ever see a chick that has a dating app, like ask her to look at her inbox. Her inbox is retardedly long. She's usually got like 200 people in there and they're all stupid messages like a wave emoji or hey, right? Like not, all that stuff just sort of is, is white noise to these chicks. But if you put something in there that captures her attention, she'll go, oh, what's this guy all about? Then she'll look at your picture. So you have to have good pictures. Then she'll look at your bio. You got to have a, a decent bio. Uh, less is more with that. And then she'll engage with you. She'll be like, okay, this guy seems cool. I'll talk to this guy. Everyone else gets gets filtered out. If you're not getting uh, conversations going, it's because your your openers suck typically, right? Or you're, you suck at chatting, right? So... Get on the email list, download that, try some of those those uh, those openers out, and, uh, and 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 hopefully that that helps you out. And then I'll also send you free stickers too. I'm still sending those out too. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. Okay, a lot of this stuff, right? Wanting to be a savior of women, it's 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 ingrained in your your head. It's your it's in your paradigm. We can reprogram that. You can reprogram that with the Law of Attraction course. Check that out. You can get it for 25% off if you join the Patreon this month and you can join for as little as 10 bucks. Uh, if you join uh, tier one, you get access to the happy hour hangouts uh, with the next ones next week on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So if you've been thinking about doing that, join the Patreon. You can even join, uh, like there, there's a free tier, right? So not free tier. If you join tier one, there's a free trial. There's a free trial for that. So check that out. Join the free trial and then show up for the uh, the happy hour hangout on Thursday. See if you like it or not. If you don't like it, don't don't stay in the Patreon, right? It doesn't cost you nothing. Uh, if you do like it, if you get value out of it, stay with the Patreon, right? It's only 10 bucks a month. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. We will see you guys on Rule Zero tomorrow. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it. <laughs>